0: Welcome back to South Florida Sunday. I'm Karen Curtis, News Director at 850 WFTL, and I am joined by Denise Mariani. She's the Development Director for Susan G. Komen in Florida. And here at the Hubbard Radio Cluster, we love helping to support the Race for the Cure and the Susan G. Komen Foundation. Thanks for joining us on South Florida Sunday. Well, thanks much for having me. Well, I know because of COVID, you know, this is the 30th anniversary of the Race for the Cure in South Florida. It's coming up on January 30th. So
1: what can we expect this year Denise. So this year's event will be virtual, of course, because we don't want to bring so many people together. But what we're going to do is the morning of the event. So we're January 30th, which is pretty cold. As the 30th anniversary yes. is on January 30th. So um, January 30th, 9 a.m., we're going to have our opening ceremony. So this is the same ceremony that people would have seen for the last 29 years at the Meyer Amphitheater up on the stage yes. before we set off on the walk portion of the event. So we'll have we'll honor our survivors, we'll honor our Warriors in Pink, our sponsors, our fundraisers. It's gonna be broadcast virtually on our Facebook group, which if you're looking for it on Facebook in the groups, it's Komen, the letter S and then Florida Race. So it's Komen S Florida Race on Facebook to get into that group. And then we're all just gonna to after to, at the end of that uplifting ceremony. We're all just going to go into our neighborhoods with our families or our teams, and we're going to socially distance and safely go out on our run or our walk.
0: Yay. So you Mm -hmm. mentioned the Warriors in Pink, and they were recently named. They're really uh, a big highlight of the event. Can you tell us a little bit about this group?
1: Sure. We just had a meeting with those Group, that group last night we have eight ladies and one gentleman being honored this year they're great ambassadors for us they're going to be speaking for us in the community and letting people know how important it is um, to support breast cancer research and treatment and care they really do represent a cross-section of humanity because we've got women men diversity of race nice. um, you know breast cancer just it can affect anybody and when you look at their faces and, and all of them together you can See, it's it's a very wide variety.
0: It's not just women, Mm -hmm. men can get breast cancer too. And absolutely, what are you looking forward to most this year?
1: I really want to see the pictures that people share with us on the Facebook group when they're out doing their race or their run rather or their walk. We did this same format for an event um, in Miami in October, and we got photos of. People with their dogs, people with their kids. Yay. We had people walking at the beach. We had one group that had a big pink golf cart oh. that was decorated and it was leading them all like a parade. So I'm really excited to see what people do with this, you know, in their own neighborhoods mean, with their
0: own group. It's actually almost a little bit more fun. I mean, because people across the country can participate and how can listeners get involved?
1: So to get involved, you would just go to coman.org forward slash race. You can form a team or join a team. And we do expect to have people from across across the country. We did at the last event. We had people from North Carolina. We had people from Puerto Rico. So if people have uh, a relative or a friend in our area, but they don't live in our area, they can still go ahead and and register and support them.
0: Why is it more important this year than any other year for people to participate in the race for the cure?
1: Well, as soon as this pandemic started, we started getting more and more phone calls for assistance because people immediately started losing their jobs and their health insurance. Yeah. So the cost of care for breast cancer is extremely high. I mean, it goes into the tens of thousands of dollars for people. And if you have no health insurance, that is even a bigger gap to fill. So we appreciate all of our supporters and the fact that they understand that this is a need year-round and every year. But with the pandemic hitting, we've got more and more people who need our help. And at the same time, some of our donors have lost their jobs, so we've lost their their donations. Yes. Well, what's
0: interesting is that when you do donate – it really does go to every single medical advancement in the fight against breast cancer. So even amid this pandemic, is that still continuing?
1: It it certainly is, yes. We are focusing at Coleman, our research dollars are focusing on the most deadly forms of breast cancer. So, for example, metastatic breast cancer, which is, you know, people don't get cured from that right now. There's no cure. So we're focusing on dollars on those breast cancers that are, that are the most lethal. And we actually have three active um, research grantees in Florida who Coleman has funded doing that kind of research.
0: Wow, that's exciting. Now, if someone's mm-hmm. listening and they need assistance from Komen, what kind of services are available to them right now?
1: One of the things we're really fortunate to have in Florida is we have a community-based breast health navigator So she will help anybody navigate through the continuum of care, from getting a mammogram to, gosh, there's something odd about that, to the next step and to a a physician. She'll help them find publicly available insurance sources if they don't have insurance. She can try to place them in something that they qualify for. Um, She's been amazing. And um, this is not available in every state in the country. It is available to us in Florida. And in addition to that, we have um, a breast cancer treatment assistance fund. So that is available to anybody who is undergoing active breast cancer treatment. And it provides psychosocial support, uh, support to find programs and clinical trials that you may qualify for, as well as some financial assistance. Uh. So we've had this program for a number of years, but what we did during the pandemic is expand the things that the financial assistance can help pay for. We've always paid for things like transportation to your doctors back and forth or child care or elder care while you go to your appointments, your medications that insurance companies don't cover, et cetera. But we found that so many people during this pandemic were just having trouble paying their day-to-day bills we expanded the program to cover things like your rent, your mortgage payment, wow. and your, your utilities as well. So
0: tell our listeners again how they can get in touch to register or to donate to the 30th anniversary of the South Florida Race for the Cure or to connect if they need assistance.
1: Sure. So if you, if you need assistance, let's start with that. You would go simply to the website org. It's a very simple one. And, and you can find resources there and connect with people there. Or you can call... For the Treatment Assistance Program or Navigation Program, you can call one 877 go And that number is 877-465-6636. And then, of course, we want everybody to support us and register to you for the Race for the Cure and celebrate our 30th anniversary. The website to do that is comanslorida.org forward slash race.
0: Yay. Well, thank you so much, Denise Mariani. She is the development director of Florida for Susan G. Komen. And we're going to totally join the race for the cure virtually this year on January 30th and keep up all the great work that you guys do to help both men and women who develop breast cancer.
1: Thank you.